Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to another top 100 players in the NBA by ESPN, one of their lists, Riker. It seems like every year we end up making a reaction to, to one of these lists, and this year, usually we had guys on our roster, Lowry, who was constantly disrespected, DeMar DeRozan, a guy on this list, got really put in the doghouse, but so we'd usually be angry, a bit fired up, but... This list was actually pretty good towards the Raptors players. We can sort of debate about the certain guys they, they put over the Raptors guys and whatnot. But overall, we'll dive into it. What are your overall thoughts before we get into the specific players, Riker? Overall thoughts. It's the same reaction around the league, Ben, that there's a couple of players that absolutely jump off of the page. Mm-hmm. One is the guy known for jumping. Zion Williamson is extremely overrated in this list i don't think that there's any spectrum of doubt 19th best player in the league what you know that that one to me is crazy lonzo ball is extremely hyped up he's he's ahead of uh i don't even know the kind of guy what what do you know what ranking is off the top of your head they put him about 50 we might be looking down at our at our phones a little bit during this pod to look at the specific list we'll have it yeah lonzo ball's 54 but he's ahead of goran Dragic. he's ahead of serge Ibaka. he's ahead of uh og d'angelo russell he's the head of og that one's crazy demar Rosen is mad disrespect he's 82nd that means they have 81 guys better than demar demar Rosen. who that one's completely disrespectful and then there's a lot of upheaval about zach levine but you know what at the same time zach levine he's putting up big numbers on one of the worst teams in the nba so it's hard to put respect on somebody's name when that's all you're doing i mean he is ahead of or he's behind guys like DeAndre Ayton, um, Christian Wood, guys that are also on sort of those bottom barrel teams. So maybe that is pretty disrespectful. But those are the ones that jump off the page. But this is mainly about the Raptors. And Ben, for once, Pascal Siakam, I think he's reasonably placed. Fred Van Vliet is pretty high, actually, I think. Kyle Lowry is getting recognition. OG is up there. You know, you look at guys like Bam Adebayo, who's like 11 or 13. That's way too high. But I think for the Raptors, it's pretty fair for once, from ESPN. Yeah, Siakam, we'll, we'll go player by player for the Toronto Raptors. Firstly, we'll go with our guys you mentioned, Pascal Siakam, ranked 24th on this list, and I think that makes sense given his bubble performance. Obviously, prior to the bubble, you and I sort of had him top 10, close to top 10, that sort of area, but when you average sort of 15 points per game in the second round of a series and you just really can't shoot, can't do the things that make you good... You're going to fall down a few pegs, especially when you're an unproven talent, unproven lead guy. So I think where he's placed right now does give the weight to where he was pre-bubble. All-NBA second team player, a strong leader of a second seed in the Eastern Conference, but still takes into the count. He's, he didn't perform that well in, the, in his first postseason as the main guy. Given it's in a bubble, it's in the pandemic, he didn't seem happy as all the stuff has come out in his specific interviews coming back to training camp. So I'm sure he'll bounce back and he'll move up a bunch of pegs this season. But he was placed over, the big one I've seen online is he was placed over Kyrie Irving. Listeners of the podcast know I am not a big Kyrie Irving guy. I am not a a fan of him. I think he's pretty overrated across the league. I think he's really fun to watch. I think he's He's really cool, but in terms of of winning defense, he's really clutch as well, but I don't think he's an upper echelon guy. I would take Siakam over Kyrie Irving. Do you have any any doubts in that one, Riker, or do you you agree with that as I do? 
It's a tough one. He needs another season under his belt, Ben, because Kyrie Irving is bouncing around the league right now. Is it, He's bouncing around the league as a guy who can lead a team. And, of course, we saw what he could do in tandem with LeBron James, and then we saw his struggles in Boston, and then we saw him get injured pretty early in, in Brooklyn. So I think there's a lot of over hype there's a lot of overratedness around Kyrie but then there's equally as much people saying that he's overhated that there's too much disrespect thrown on his name so I think as the same conversation you have with Pascal Siakam they've both shown in flashes what they can do but they need a full season to prove how good they are and I think that both will probably take a jump up in their ratings yeah and another interesting one I think we'll get into him after Lowry at 30 would you put, especially after the playoff performance, and as you said, the body of their entire careers, would you put Lowry below Pascal Siakam? Because he was clearly our best player in the playoffs this year and yeah. clearly outperformed him, obviously was the, the has such a body of work, continues to improve with this team somehow as he grows in age. I think that could be an interesting debate as well. Would you say Siakam's the best player on our team right now? Pascal Siakam has to be the best player on the Raptors team. We can't settle for less. We're paying him $31 million a year. We're saying that this guy could have easily won that Boston Celtics series. Him playing abysmal. We brought it to game seven, and it was down the stretch that last two minutes. Had he made a couple of little easy hook shots, not even hooks, baby hooks, in the lane over a much shorter Jalen Brown, shots that he was making all season long, it would have been no contest. And the Raptors, we both, we're not going to get into it. We believe they could have beat the Heat easily, and that probably would have been in the Raptors' benefit to win a championship. But I digress, Ben. I digress. He is the number one guy on this Raptors team, especially moving forward. But I think uh, Kyle Lowry has played in a way that his playoff performance elevates every season. And to put him below a guy like C.J. McCollum or a guy like maybe even Brandon Ingram, especially Rudy Gobert, I think he could have been pegged up a couple of points as well but if you look at regular season maybe not yeah that's definitely fair i agree with the the ingram points and stuff but i think he's fairly rated obviously you and i watch him every day it's it's a fair space to put kyle lowry given his age given he 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 chills in the regular season a little bit but clearly when the moment counts he can turn it on amp it all up so i think i think lowry is is it's fair enough right it is it is what it is fair enough and that's better than the raptors normally get then yeah, exactly. And Fred Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet is... We're going in sort of order in, in tandem, but Fred Van Vliet was put at 40. In between Fred and Lowry was, uh, was Russell Westbrook. I know that's sort of taken a lot of people back, given he averaged 27 points per game. You're shaking your head on, on the screen, because obviously you're not a Russell Westbrook guy. But would you maybe put that those point guards in order? Fred Van Vliet, Russell Westbrook, Kyle Lowry? Well, what are we considering? What's our, are we talking great or are we talking best? We're talking, you know, you're what is making a list for top 100 players. Right? Well, what does top mean? Great or best? Good or production? Like wins or, because what are we talking about here, right? If you're talking about bottom barrel guys that put up points, then there is people that deserve to move up, right? If we're talking about Russell Westbrook's fit on the Houston Rockets with James Harden, maybe he's fairly placed. But even for me, not being that much of a Westbrook guy, He's better than Kyle Lowry. He should be way higher on the list. So it depends on what you want from this list. But if if we're putting Fred Van Vliet down at 40, I think that, that that's fair as well. For a guy that's never been an all-star, that's only 6'1", that can't finish in the lane, he cannot finish a layup for to save his life. 
you know, can finish layups. I think that's it's not over seven footers. He can finish layups. Not over he can't finish footers. layups over anybody six five or over, which is everybody in the NBA. <laughs> everybody from point guard to center. <laughs> Bro, you're bringing out the flames here. I'm surprised you you were high on Russell Westbrook. That's the first compliment I think you've ever given him on the podcast. But he's a great player. I don't mm-hmm. think that we can argue his greatness. We just yeah. we can argue obviously his fit on certain teams and his ability to contribute towards wins. Yeah. But if you look at a guy at his position that can do the things that he does, his athleticism, his passing, his finishing, he is undoubtedly a better player than Kyle Lowry. But Kyle Lowry, his things that he does contributes to wins, contributes to playoff victories, contributes to bringing an average team to a great team like that. that and that's why I'm, I'm questioning what we mean by top, you know? There is an argument to be This had. is for the clip, clickbait, Riker. Russell Westbrook at 30, 36 or whatever. That, that's what that's for. Fred Van Vliet obviously was put pretty high on this list. He was ahead of a guy, and this is another discussion. This is just getting into the debate after debate, which is makes it a good bit of content. You could honestly make some of these whole videos, but uh, Fred Van Vliet at 40, he was placed over a guy such as Victor Oladipo. They have been talked about in signing trades when Fred Van Vliet was sort of coming and going, and obviously Prime Depot is a player that we sort of agreed on. His just shooting, finishing ability, athleticism, all that sort of stuff makes him, a, in his prime, a top 15, maybe potential top 10 guy in the league. But especially, I guess, considering his injuries, do you think it's fair that he was sort of put in this place above Depot at 40? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And Oladipo only played for a couple of handful of games. How can you even adequately rate somebody like that? Yeah, no, that's that's completely fair. And those, you know, we brought up some of the the big clickbaity ish stuff that ESPN is trying to go for in this list. The stuff that will get the views, get the interactions. But I think the biggest one surrounding the Toronto Raptors is OG Ananobi. Besides Demar Rosen, because he's still a Raptor at heart, but. OG Ananobi placed at 68th, Riker. 68th, and this is pretty high for OG. He topped a lot of guys, and he specifically won spot over D'Angelo Russell, who was obviously an all-star in the Eastern Conference last season. Uh, they put D'Lo sort of this low on the list. I know that's been a, a big thing people are talking about, D'Lo being behind a guy like OG Ananobi, who statistically-wise shouldn't even be in the same conversation as D'Lo. I think you and I would both agree OG brings a lot of different things that D'Lo can't really do to the game, but do you agree with this sort of listing in terms of what ESPN chose and putting him over a guy like D'Angelo Russell? And this is what I think, is that somehow you exerted your influence over whoever made this list, because (laughs) all of the things that you like about OG must have been what was put into consideration, if it's not stats. And you've said this guy is an all-star, he's this, he's that, he's the next coming thing for the Raptors and you're right I mean in terms of points and what they've achieved in the NBA D'Angelo D'Angelo Russell has done way more Montrez Harrell this season has done more Dennis Schroeder I think was a more effective player DeMar DeRozan being like 20 points um 20 rankings down I'm just looking at sort of the stat page here the the list but Ben, I need to circle back to whoever made this must have watched some Raptors games. They must have saw what you've been seeing, Ben, because he is clearly has more potential than D'Angelo Russell. This guy right here, Riker. This guy right here. He's taking to the next level next season. These guys at ESPN, they knew. They probably put him too low. I 
you see this man's haircut. We're we, we're throwing a pic on the Instagram tonight. I I, I gotta show the world this. This OG Ananobi looking. He's looking new and improved. He's bigger. He has more swag. And Nick Nurse has came in and said his mid-range shot has improved over this little bubble break. Both you and I talked about his handle, and Nick Nurse talked about his confidence being taken to the next level, running more actions for him, especially where Serge Ibaka, a big piece, focal point in the offense, is sort of gone. I think he's really going to take his game to a, to a point next season, which could potentially be an all-star potentially be an all-star caliber player that might be a hot take i don't know if you agree with that disagree with that but he's being put over i hope he doesn't you don't agree with that he's coming up for a contract extension we want to keep his value low and then re-sign him and then let him become an all-star i see where you're coming from but you can't just bottle up greatness right i want to see og and an ob flourish and we can capture lightning in a bottle let's do that for one season lock him up long term and then and then let him go i think og's getting paid regardless of what happens because just was from what he's done over the course of his career but d'lo is a guy that has been an all-star gets a lot of points you can't deny that he led a brooklyn nets team to the playoffs but defensive end of the floor it's a big issue with d'lo he came into the league People expected him to be a, more so of a playmaker than a bucket getter, but surprisingly, that really hasn't translated to a, a really high level in his time in the NBA. So he's a guy that he's electrifying. He has those visuals that are really fun to watch. He's got the ice in his veins. But I think OG's defense, OG's ability to play within an offense and sort of space the floor, slash dunk, finish, Right. Obviously, once it gets put all together, that's where we see that sort of all-star, superstar level player. But maybe not superstar just yet, but all-star caliber player when it comes together. But I think even OG, where it's all sort of aggregated right now, I think that's a better player than D'Lo. No argument here, Ben. I, you, um, you agree or disagree? I agree. I would rather have, if if we were losing OG and, and replacing him with, D'Angelo Russell on the Toronto Raptors. It's not an improvement. <laughs> You're not getting a better team. Yeah, agreed. And would you say OG Ananobi is better than DeMar DeRozan as well? Because that's another guy that was put deep into this list. No, not right now. Interesting. So you're you're pushing for DeMar to be higher than 80th? 82nd, I believe he is? Yeah, he should be an easy 81. <laughs> Over OG? Listen... DeMar DeRozan, no. <laughs> DeMar DeRozan, he has, he it's to his own demise that he has found himself ranked 82nd, and it's because of his refusal to develop his three-point shot. And if he was playing on the San Antonio Spurs and he is shooting a modest two or three three-points a game, would he have been ranked so low? Maybe not. You know, does it help his case at all that the – San Antonio Spurs made consecutively the playoffs for 23 straight seasons. And then in his second season of playing on that team that all of a sudden still under coach Popovich's leadership that they don't make it anymore. And they can't even defeat the likes of Memphis and New Orleans and uh, Portland. No, that doesn't help him either, but ultimately he's still a good player and that is disrespect. And I think what he's done over his career and what he's still doing is better than what OG has ever done yet but i still yeah. think og has more potential yeah that that's fair and another guy that was sort of disrespected on the san antonio spurs 95 95th on that list was the marcus aldridge a little no, bit surprising adequate. yeah wait wait what'd you say adequate that's no that that's fair eh, he's 
he's still a bucket getter. His stats kind of went down, but another big name, I guess, down low on that list. But I'd agree. Right, with would you, you rather have Lamarcus Aldridge or Jarrett Allen right now? I'm a Jared Allen guy. so Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. adequately placed. Yeah, fair enough. But DeMar DeRozan should definitely be higher in terms of his ability to score. He's just on a really bad roster, bad fit for him. Obviously, he re-signed there. And in 2021, Riker, we made a video on uh, the Raptors risking it all for 2021 free agency. Maybe it was for a return of DeMar DeRozan. Would you be interested in that? No, Ben. No. No! <laughs> no! Um, no, <laughs> no is the answer. Um, it just gives me flashbacks of pain and playing majority of isolation basketball in the mid range, the least efficient shot in the modern NBA, as we all know, it, it makes no sense to bring the team back to that, to bring us back to the dark ages, to the stone ages. But I still want to have respect for him as a player, just not as an NBA Toronto Raptors player. Yeah, fair enough. And he's too low on this list. I'd like to. I was hoping Demar would get picked up by the Lakers this offseason. We kind of touched on that a couple podcasts, but definitely always a bit of fun, sort of breaking down these subjective lists. You can sort of point out the points where they're looking for clickbait, looking for all that sort of stuff. But you guys are the best for making this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all the cool stuff. Check out the the Raptors Digest website at RaptorsDigest.ca. We'd really appreciate that. Got a lot of cool articles going up there. I'm pretty well two three a week so definitely often yeah often and they're they're only going to get amped up so yeah we really appreciate you guys and yeah Riker, any last words we got to start plugging that at the beginning of the podcast so if you've made it this far that you're hearing our plug to our toronto raptors no raptorsdigest.ca make a comment just say raptorsdigest.ca maybe a couple people will see it in the comment section that's that's my plug True, and leave leave some comments on the articles too. I I took a long long time to sort of code in there and build out. So I'd like to see more people leave some comments on RaptorsDigest.ca. If you do, we'll give you a little shout out in the next video. So hey, cheers to that. Do that, and cheers to this video. Cheers. <laughs>